Okay, you hear it all the time. You need to have an email list, but why? Why focus on email marketing? You are about to get a dose of dopamine, emojis, and the power of emails, and truly how to make emails fun. I'm chatting with Kate Doster today, and oh my goodness, what a fun and hilarious chat. Kate is the host of the Inbox Besties podcast, creator of the Love Your List 2.0 email marketing mega course, and is dangerously obsessed with helping entrepreneurs carve out their slice of the interwebs by wooing the hearts and wallets of their small but mighty audiences, thanks to fun email marketing and easy yes mini offers. She believes you don't need to bleed the alphabet or be a dirty, rotten spam face to write emails that jolt subscribers into taking action, gobbling up your paid offers like candy or kale, if that's your thing. Buckle up, friends, because this episode is so much fun, and I promise you're going to learn a few things too. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show, ladies. I'm excited for this episode because we're going to talk about a topic that I really don't talk about because it's definitely not my jam. You guys know that I'm all about Instagram, but today we're going to dive a little bit into email marketing. So my friend Kate is here today. Welcome to the show, Kate. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and chat with everybody. Can I just say, and I'm sure that a lot of people say this, but I absolutely love the name of the podcast. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm like, Thank maybe you. that's what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. So, all right. Well, before we get into our topic today, Kate, tell us a bit about you and why email marketing. Is there a story there? <laughs> sure. So I'm Kate Doster of katedoster.com. I host a podcast called Inbox Besties. And so I started off my online journey. I actually started an online business because I'd gotten fired for giving birth, which was totally legal because I had only been at the place for, it was 11 and a half months and they didn't have to do anything for me until it was 12 months. So they chose to straight up fire me, not even like lay off fire. So I would have to check off termination if I had ever gone back to a job, which never again. So (laughs) I had started after I had had my two kids and like my brain was just melting and we needed the money. I'm like, I've got to do something. So like most people I had started out blogging. And the more that I was there, I found out that copywriting with a W was an actual thing. So kind of like they talk about on Mad Men. And so I have always been more of a talker rather than a typer. So like writing blog posts to me were just arduous. I don't know about all of you guys, but writing actual copy where you just write the way that you talk and you're just laying out information in a way that a human brain understands that I got because my background was in communications and psychology. So as a copywriter with a W, you can write a myriad of things from homepages to about pages to sales pages, landing pages, all of that. The stuff that I loved writing the most, cause I took on every project was landing pages and launch sequences. I loved email writing so much because you can be so personal with people. You can play on so many emotions. It doesn't matter if it's necessarily long or short, but it's like, 
you think to yourself, why are you checking your email? Usually it's because you're procrastinating, right? Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be doing your Instagram reels because you bought your amazing, like simplified, you know, Instagram reels course, but you're still nervous. Make sure you guys go to bossly.com to pick that up, y'all. It's good stuff. And so you go to your email to procrastinate, to get that little dopamine hit. And I'm like, dopamine hits, I can do. That is my type of a writing. I get people. And the reason why I preach so much about email marketing now, um, because I am a retired copywriter at this point, is because it is one of the still the most time effective uses. Meaning if somebody is going to be on your email list, I'm not saying everyone is going to buy from you because that's unrealistic, but the likelihood is way higher because I know that you love Instagram. So I'm not ragging on Instagram here, but think of just like yourself, right? With Instagram, you're probably following at least 500 people. Like that's pretty typical, right? Mm-hmm. Are you really subscribed to 500 people's newsletters? Right, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely not, right? So if you have allowed someone to be in your inbox, they're at least in like your, your top tier, maybe even if you had clicked on an ad because it was entertaining or, you know, clicked on somebody's reels. Cause again, they use her formula and it's great. Like <laughs> you're going to like weigh out your options here. And so you are getting the people who I feel are at least have the best intent to follow through with whatever you are teaching with. Like, you know, there's a really big difference between someone that's like, oh yeah, I want to lose five pounds versus somebody that's like, oh yeah, I want to lose five pounds, but I've got night eating, but you know, I don't want to cook a separate dinner, but it's expensive. If they're starting to think of those butts, that means that that's somebody that you can help. And again, you'll casually follow anybody on the Instagram if they're good but really to get on somebody's email list, they have to be top notch. And that's why I love it so much because I don't have a lot of time. Just like, (laughs) right. (laughs) You know what? You said something that was really key that I want to make sure our audience hears. And you touched on the word emotions. Do you Mm -hmm. find that some people are afraid to tap into emotions and personality and just being themselves when they go to write an email? Oh, 100 million percent. Like, can we go any higher than that? 100%. I think that people, emotions, not only in the things that you are writing to your email list, but I have found the biggest reason why people, I don't want to say are bad at email marketing, but are bad is because they don't send anything because they themselves are freaked out because they're afraid of being judged because they're afraid of being spammy because they're afraid of being annoying. So it's technically the sender's feelings that have a lot to do with it. But what's great about email is even if you're very like, I know I'm an over the top personality, like I get it. I understand. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to say things like spam or face and all that. Like I would never ask you to, but in your emails, you can start doing those little things. Like, how do you say hi to people? Are you a, Hey, Hey, are you a yes queen? Like if I ever said that, that would sound stupid. So that's another rule of email marketing. When you read it out loud to yourself, because you should, before you go ahead and hit send, if it does not sound like you, or if it sounds dumb coming out of your mouth, don't send it. You want it to sound like you. Emails are not supposed to be like a book. They're not supposed to be like an encyclopedia. It's a letter to a friend. And so you want that casual atmosphere. Maybe you're like, but Kate, like I'm not, you know, like a super casual person. Just use some contractions as opposed to like, you are going to learn. It's you'll learn. Now, all of a sudden you're starting to sound like a person and then you'll feel a little bit okay with, you know, shoving the way that you say the word cool. Is it like, cool? Is it good? Is it awesome? Is it cool beans? Shove those things in there. I don't know, throw in a picture of your cat, but the more that you do it, just like 
exercising. I mean, we all wish that those sit-ups we did for the presidential fitness test gave us six packs forever. <laughs> they didn't spoiler alert. I do not have a six pack for middle school. Sadly, this is kind of the same thing with email. You've got to build up that comfort muscle because here's the truth is that people online are searching for somebody who mirrors them regardless. And it, you know, you don't have to be in like our space where we're teaching other business owners, how to be business owners. This is in every profession. People just want to feel like they belong. And when they can find a leader that resembles them that are just as dorky or geeky or straight laced or as scientific based, because everyone's got a different type that they like, that's when it's going to be so much easier. And all of a sudden you, and I know that you teach this too with your Instagram reels, all of a sudden, like you don't have to put on this act. You're just you. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden it's like, well, now I'm not really afraid now it's, oh, I'm just writing to people who are almost as interested as using their cricket scrapbooking thing as I am like, maybe they're not as like, but they're, they're pretty close. They at least told me they wanted free cricket patterns. So we're going to assume they like it. And then you just, you're off to the races. That's awesome. I love that. Now, let me ask you this. What is the most mm -hmm. frequent question you get about email marketing? <sighs> Can so you nail it down many. to one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say it's two and you can let me know which one you want to go with. So one of them is a really like classic of like, what's a good open rate. And then the other one is usually how do I get my subscribers to actually buy for me? So those Ooh. are usually the top two. Let's go with the I second get. one. Cause I have a feeling most people, we want people on our email list, right? Cause it's, it's something that yeah. we own, but how do we convert our subscribers to buyers? All right. And so this is, of course, the one that's a little way more detailed, but I love it. So in order to convert them with buyers, there is a couple of things that you need to have. First of all, you need to actually have an offer that is enticing to a human brain, right? Mm -hmm. I feel, and this goes even to like your freebies or your lead magnets. A lot of people rely on the fact that it's free. Free is not a selling point anymore. You really need to hit home what makes something unique, different, and how it's going to make the person unique, different, faster. What are they going to be able to avoid? So again, you first want to make sure that you're actually leading them to an offer. And sometimes you might think like, oh, everybody in the world, when it comes to traveling, is concerned about travel insurance because it's so important. If a human brain does not think that's a sexy topic, that product, it's going to be pretty hard to sell. So you want to have that first. The second thing is anytime you are going to ask for a sale, it seems like a lot of people switch in to what I call like that sham wow voice, where she's like, <laughs> and it's free, and this, and this, and this, and this. And it's just like they are pushing the fact that it's free or it's low price or it's discounted or any of that sort of stuff. And they're forgetting about the person on the other end. I was literally just talking to one of my friends about this the other day because they were giving away a couple of free coaching sessions. And I'm like, you do realize it sounds like you came down from the mountain and you're bestowing upon the world these free coaching <laughs> sessions. I'm like, literally there's one sentence at the end where you're like, oh, and if your goals are A, B, or C, like we can do this. No, you want to, regardless of what you're selling, you want to make sure that people feel like this is going to be a collaborative effort. Remember how I talked about people like to feel like they know you, mm -hmm. you're their type of person. So you want to start off, especially with a sales message, again, with that great offer, you want to start off with what are they experiencing now? So like in their particular case, it was health and fitness coaching. Right. And I'm like, okay, we need to think of an angle or 
I don't like to call it a story because I feel like people get too in their heads. They think like, oh, like I need my rags to riches. It's like, oh, I had no money whatsoever. And then I learned how how to do a podcast and now I'm a billionaire. Like, no, we don't need any of those stories. And so for them, I'm like, instead of just coming down like, oh, it's a free session, it's such an insane value and all this sort of like superlatives that mean nothing. It's like, why don't you talk about like, hey, you remember when the big ball dropped? on 2021. And you thought, yes, this is going to be my year. It has got to be better than 2020 because boy, was that a dumpster fire, but here we are, we're looking at August and maybe you hopped on the scale and the number is still the same or actually creeped a bit higher. So now all of a sudden you're talking about a scene that they can get right. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like it's creeped a bit higher. This is my personal way of selling. I don't want people to feel guilty. I want people to feel good about the things that they have tried before they got to me. Right. Again, even like when people are like, well, I don't teach business or fitness, even with that cricket example, right? Like if somebody bought one of those, like if I don't know too much about it, but one of my clients does, it's a, like a scrapbooking machine in case you guys don't know what it is, but I guess it's really expensive. And so for theirs, it's like, look, if your cricket is collecting dust over in the corner, because that's what happens to most people with crafts it's not your fault. The truth is, is that while people on Pinterest are creating these amazing looking things and so over in TikTok, no one's actually showing you how to use it. And just like you couldn't just pick up a bike to know how to do it, same thing with the cricket, which is why. So again, you're giving them that like, okay, you tried that badge of honor for failing, which is so huge. And then you go into the thing that you're selling. Oh yeah. And by the way, it's 25% off at the end of this. So that's the way that we start to convert. The other thing that you have to realize with selling, and I know that's a kind of a (laughs) long answer to your question is that you cannot rely on one email to do everything because, spoiler alert, not everyone's gonna read all of your emails. Sometimes people just can't even with their inboxes. It happens to the best of us. Or maybe they were on a trip or maybe it was a particularly heavy day and they got like 17 emails and now they're checking in the morning and yours is at the very bottom or like page two of Gmail, right? So like it's dead to the world. So if you are really passionate about helping your people with whatever you help them with, it is your obligation, your moral obligation. I'm going to throw that on you to send at least a second email minimum to make sure that they've seen it. And in that second email, you're not just going to be like, oh, like, did you see my last email? And then like copy and paste your last email. You're not going to do that. But again, it's just like we were talking about, you can say that literally, just like we were talking about the other day about, you know, when we were looking to make our new year's resolution and how this, this, and this happened, like you're going to go and you're going to talk to them about this because when you go at selling to your list, as you are disproportionately passionate about seeing them succeed, even if it's just like printables for your kids, like so passionate about seeing them succeed as opposed to you getting the money, which I love me some money. It's on my coffee mug right now. (laughs) Like it's the best. But when you are writing from that spot of, I am so disproportionately passionate about seeing people succeed. And I know that when people pay money, they actually do things more because that's just the way that a human brain works. We can talk about it, but it's the truth. The sales are going to happen. And all of a sudden it's not just like, oh, it's 50% off dummy. Why haven't you gotten it yet? It's like, look, I understand you might've been burned from things in the past and it's just collecting dust. Again, you're talking about sort of those past failures, but you're talking about why this is different, why you're different, how they're different now. And then there you go. So that's how you can sell to your list. Have a great offer, make it about them. I don't want to say always put your product second, but really it's about 
your person being the star and your product is just that little extra oomph. It's like, I don't know if you guys played Mario at all mm-hmm. as kids, but it's like they're Mario and your product just happens to be the little firepower flower and then they can shoot fire. So you're more excited about them shooting fire, fire than you are about being the flower that comes out of the mystery box. And that's how you can send to your list, send more than one email to. So that way you can make sure everybody sees it. I love that. And I love how you focus on your audience and making them more of the hero. And we're not the heroes because we have the products and we sell it. We're more the guide. I love that. I want to back up a bit because I know that all entrepreneurs, all business owners, we are so heavily inundated with getting ourselves out there on social media. Everyone's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, like there's probably more that I'm missing, but you know, I'm older and I probably don't even know, you know, (laughs) half of the social media platforms out there. And I don't want to admit that, but I'm going to have to, but I want to ask the question, why focus on email marketing? Because people probably think, well, I can just throw my posts out there, be in the DMS, you know, do live videos and I'll get the sales that way. Why focus on email marketing? Because as you literally just said, I don't know all of the social media platforms that are out there. While Facebook and the Instagrams have stood the test of time, do y'all remember Foursquare, MySpace, Friendster? No, maybe, maybe, maybe you remember Periscope and Meerkat, depending on how long ago you were in online business, right? Things shut down. People leave, they lose interest. Why do you think that Instagram is putting so much attention on video right now? because they want to keep up with the eyeballs of TikTok and they don't want to be obsolete. They want to keep those eyeballs, right? That's why. And honestly, even if you go and you look at your analytics and I'm aware that people's open rates lately have been down, that's because of the tracking on the iOS. We can talk about that if you want to on the iOS update with the privacy, but even still with that, chances are that more of your subscribers are opening your emails percentage-wise than your followers are actually seeing your posts. It's just the way that it works. And I have never heard, and y'all can prove me wrong. You can DM me over on Instagram, K underscore Doster, because I would love to hear. I have never heard of somebody's Instagram. Like I've heard of people's Instagram accounts getting hacked. I can think of a couple big influencers off the top of my head where then they lose all of these followers and all these awful things happen. I've never heard of anyone's email list getting hacked. Like I could be wrong. And I would love to know because I use that example a lot, but social media profiles, they get hacked. Email lists don't. And like I said, when you are focusing on email, and I don't think that it has to be an or situation. I think it's an and situation. It's just going to work out better in your favor. Like I can go all about like the woo-woo stuff and the way that I am like, oh, you know, you're top on their list if you're actually on your email list, but like just straight up math, like (laughs) Google any email marketing statistic, email people buy. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that all of the like consumer facing websites want your email address. Every time you go to any like store to buy something online, it's always a free coupon. It's always free shipping. It's always the speely wheel because those industries know that getting you on their email list is more profitable than getting you to follow somewhere. That's why we focus on email because we own it. I've never heard of anyone deleting their like Gmail account to go off the grid it's always there. It's always there. I love that. And it's so true that we don't own our social media profiles. We just, we don't. 
but our email list is ours. So such yeah. a great point. Such a great point. Kate, share with us your top three do's and don'ts when it comes to email marketing. Okay. Um, do you want to start with don'ts first? Yeah, let's do don'ts. Let, yeah. Cause we're going to end on a positive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always love two mistakes. Okay. So number one, and we already touched on this, not actually emailing your list. Okay. Your electric company, you cannot just give out an email address and use that as dollars. Having a thousand people in your ConvertKit account means jack crap. If you have not talked to them, it means jack crap because the money, if you will, the relationships, the opportunities that can come out from your list, because it doesn't always have to be monetary is in the relationship that you have with your list. So send an email. And I'm even going to go so far this mistake and tell you the email that you're going to send today. You are going to send an email. If it has been a while, three resources, apps, gadgets, books, I don't care about your topic that your people would find interesting. So the three apps that helped me keep off 25 pounds, the three apps that helped my Instagram reels go from 10 views to a thousand views, right? Because again, what do you normally talk about? People love apps. They love things. They love to buy stuff. Throw that in there. If you've been emailing your list pretty regularly, the email's literally going to be, how's everything going with, and then whatever your topic is, how's everything going with your crafting? How's everything going with your Instagram? How's everything going with your kid's tantrum? That's it. And then your name, you're just going to ask them the question. It doesn't have to be that hard. So mistake number one is not actually emailing people. Mistake number two is that your freebie lead magnet, often gift, ethical bribe if you're old and gross. Whatever free thing that you are giving away in exchange for somebody's email, if that is not directly correlated to whatever you are going to sell, you're going to have a hard time because the truth is, is that being on your email list, you get nothing from me. It's this being on your email list is a privilege. People are lucky that they get to have your energy, your tips that they get to hang around with you. And so you are only going to let the best of the best on your list, because I would much rather have a student, have somebody that's got 2000 people on their list, but they're the right people who buy open click and rave about them than 10,000 randos. Okay. So you need to make sure that that lead magnet that you create, not only is it answering a yeah, but question, we call it a Sir Mix-a-Lot principle. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I want to lose five pounds, but right. So a night eater's guide to losing and keeping off five pounds is going to be way more intriguing to somebody who's actually ready to get started. Now, the biggest problem that people have with lead magnets is either it'll be something like, and we're going to just use Instagram, for example, a good idea for a freebie would be something having to do. I know you've got like some really great courses and resources. So again, guys go to the website. It's great stuff, but it would say, be something like Instagram captions, right? Because your 90 day intensive mentorship is about Instagram presence. So it makes a lot of sense. Just having like five things to post on social media, you would think that it's close enough, but it's not quite there because people aren't necessarily thinking Instagram when they think of you. The other issue that people will have with their freebies, and this comes a lot if you want to sell on your thank you page, is their promise or their position for their freebie is the same thing as the product they're trying to sell on the next page. So if you are trying to sell a five day booster Instagram or booster Pinterest traffic mini course, like that's your freebie. And then you're trying to sell a Pinterest traffic course on your thank you page. <laughs> no one's going to buy that on the thank you page, at least because they're like, 
but I just got that problem solved for free, right? But if you're selling Pinterest templates or if you flip the order of like Pinterest templates and then the next thing is actually like how to boost it, where to post all that, that makes sense. So you need to make sure that your freebie is that next logical step to your offer. And people really like it when things are very specific. So I go on and on about freebies, but <laughs> that's number two, making sure that your lead magnet is related to stuff that you actually want to sell about. If you do not have anything yet for sale, I guarantee you in the back of your mind, you're kind of know what you'd love to have. <laughs> so just go with that. You might not have a productivity course, but like if you freaking love productivity courses, then think about your audience, right? Okay. Is it, you know, everyone talks about like busy moms. So can you pick a different angle? Like how can she do something? Think of those, those moments in time that she's having like at the end of the day and when she's just like frustrated. So four steps to avoid having to hide in the pantry and drink wine at the end of the night because you can't <laughs> even, right? That's how you can start getting there. And then with the relationship that you get with the people, then you can build them something. The third biggest mistake. So we talked about not emailing number one we talked about having your freebie, not really being aligned to your offer or being too close to what you're trying to sell at the first place. So then people will get a little confused. So there's a little bit of finessing there. And then the last biggest mistake that people make, and we actually already really touched on it is that they make themselves the star of the show. Now, like we had talked about all things, the same people buy from those that they feel are friends. It's just, it is what it is. Again, treat humans like humans. So when you have a story that you want to share, because you think that it's pretty typical, like, oh, again, that, <laughs> you know, being in the pantry at the end of the night with a glass of wine and your hidden chocolate bar, right? If that is a story that would also reflect onto the people that you're sending to this email with about, then it's literally like, have you ever had like a random Thursday night you just need to lock yourself in the pantry and have a glass of wine and some chocolate because you just can't even, the kids are doing this, the dog did that. And you just like, ah, that was me last week. As opposed to saying last week, I was having such a day that I locked myself in the closet and all of that. So just by tweaking the order of things, it's going to make a really big impact. So you're still sharing your story, but in that first version of the one that I had sent you with that have you ever scenario, they're thinking about themselves and they're like, oh my goodness. Yes, Kate, I have totally been there. Oh my goodness, Kate, you've been there too. I thought you were the perfect mom. That's so cool that we have that same shared experience as opposed to just like, why do I care that this person's in the pantry? <laughs> so that, that's it. So actually email your list, make sure your freebie is aligned with what you want to sell. You're thinking that you're going to sell, you're going to sell on that thank you page, make sure it's the next logical step. Okay. And then make them the star of the show. Don't always make it about yourself. On that, on the last point there, mm -hmm. our goal as business owners then is to, through our email, is to make our audience feel understood by us. Mm -hmm. That's really our goal. Yeah. They don't necessarily have to understand what we do, but we want them to feel understood. Exactly. Because okay. people want to feel understood. They want to be entertained. Again, that little dopamine have like, oh my goodness, right? Because then at the end of that email, you can be like, P.S., what's that secret wine that you have? Hit <laughs> reply and let me know. Right. And exactly. so now all of a sudden, like you're starting up, you're having fun, you're, you know, asking them the questions, you're going back and forth with them. And so I think that that's a really, really great point. Entertained and understood. And they that. want to feel cool too, which yeah. you're going to be able to do. Cool. So, all right. What are three, your top? 
three do's then. <laughs> Throw up the three do's. Okay. Because like I had said, open rates have really been on people's like high points. So open rate every once in a while, you don't have to do this every time, but on the emails that you feel are important, say that you are trying to get somebody into a webinar, you're trying to get somebody into book a session, you're trying to sell something, or maybe you're just really proud of a podcast episode, right? Put an emoji somewhere in your subject line. So for all of our Mac users, it is, I don't even know, let's see, it is, I think it's control command space bar. I do it so much that I forget. <laughs> uh, on Windows, you might just have to search like emoji keyboard and then you'll be able to cut and paste it. I'm sorry, Windows people, I don't know. Um, but the reason why you're going to put an emoji either at the beginning, or even if you want to like change out a word, it's because go look at your inbox. Not a lot of people are doing it. So if you don't have the name recognition of like, oh my goodness, Kate sent an email. Like, I don't even care. Cause like, if my best friend sends an email, I'm just going to open it. It doesn't matter. My favorite, like two or three marketers that I have, I don't think I've looked at their subject lines ever. I just see that it's their name. And so I open it, but until you can get to that name opening status, you got to do a little bit of work with that subject line sometimes. So when you have that emoji and they're scanning over, what am I going to pay attention to? If they see even like that, I don't want to call it boring, but even like one of those like circles, it's like orange, mm -hmm. <laughs> one of those diamonds, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a smiley face if that doesn't fit your brand or a heart or any of that. Just think to myself, how can I put some type of emoji in here? And I know that, you know, in Instagram captions too, we talk about that as well. Just something to draw a little bit of attention. So that'd be number one. You don't have to do it every time. Do it one time. The second thing when it comes to your email list, and we've already talked about this because it's so important is to remember that being on your list is a privilege. All of a sudden, when you start adapting that mindset of being on my list is a privilege, getting unsubscribes, not a problem anymore. Getting somebody who replies back and it's like, you're an idiot, not a problem anymore. Yeah, you're gonna have a human experience. Nobody wants to be called an idiot on a random Thursday. But all of a sudden, instead of being like, oh my goodness, I'm the worst person in the world. Like, uh, you know, I have to quit everything. It's how did this person get in here? How are they allowed to be in my email list in the first place? I only let cool people in here. Where was it on my landing page or my freebie that let this fool think that they were allowed in here in the first place? And then when you actually start going with this attitude, it's not this, I'm better than them. It's that this is like, this is a container and you're lucky I'm allowing the velvet rope to be open for you. All of a sudden, you will now have a plan for your email list. And that's where number three comes in. You'll have a plan for it because all of a sudden emotions aren't necessarily in the driver's seat anymore. Because again, you're not afraid of those mean comments back. You're not afraid of annoying people because like, you know what? Even if, even if they have heard that they should set a timer for 15 minutes to actually clean their house once in a while, chances are they haven't done it in a while. So I'm going to let them know how I do it. And I'm even going to tell them a couple of playlist songs that I have. And that's like, yeah, right. Cause again, you're passionate about seeing them succeed. So that third tip is to have a plan. And in particular, when we are just talking about say, some people call them newsletters, some call them broadcast emails. Basically it's those emails that you're going to be sending in real time, right? Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily launching, meaning you're not in the middle of a sales sequence, which are very thought out methodical. Maybe we'll talk about that if there's next time. It's not a welcome series. So it's not automated messages, but just that, what are you going to send your list every week? And I know that some people's heart just sank and they're like every week. Oh my goodness. If you look at a calendar, like truly pull out the calendar. Usually there's like four Wednesdays, you can handle writing four emails, even if you have to batch them. 
Meaning like you write all four at once and then you load them up into your convert kit to have them go out every single Wednesday. And it doesn't matter what day you send for the record. Cause I know that's another question that gets asked, but when you start breaking it down and you're not making it so intimidating and you have a plan, it's like, Oh, I come up with four things to say to people who are also into, you know, whatever the topic is. We're also into Instagram, right? I can talk about how I did a 30 day reels experiment. I could talk about this new app that I found. I can talk about the worst caption that I just saw the other day, which was just like, why even bother? And I can ask people, how is everything going with their Instagram? We literally created all of your email content for an entire month and you're good to go. And it does not have to be that hard, everyone. And yeah, if you end up creating a blog post or a pillar piece of content, cause that's another one of the big, well, I don't know what blog post I'm gonna have in three weeks. Chances are, you can finagle that blog post into whatever you're going to talk about with your email. And if you have to rewrite email number three to actually talk about your blog post, that's fine. It's not the end of the world, but we're just taking and just, just breaking it down, breaking it down. Because the one thing, especially like I'm aware that it's September. And so this next statement, you're going to be like, really black Friday is like five minutes away. Y'all like you want to <laughs> know how to make money. Cause here's the thing you might think, especially if you're B2B like myself and Allison, you might think like, oh, no one's buying courses on Black Friday. No, people are hunting it down, but they are not going to hunt down Allison's amazing offers that she's going to have, maybe, who knows, for Black Friday. Stay tuned, make sure you subscribe. They're <laughs> not going to hunt her down if they don't remember who the crap she is. But if Allison has been showing up since September, since even October, y'all, if you're listening to this in October, I don't want you to think all is lost. But if she's been showing up even every other week, two emails a month, y'all can handle two emails a month. Then all of a sudden, when they have the onslaught of Black Friday emails and Cyber Monday emails, whose name are they going to be looking for? Allison's. So Allison's going to get first run of their dollars for whatever she decides to offer people to help them out with their Instagram or something new. Maybe she wants to switch it up. Who knows? Then they'll rely on those subject lines with the emojis on the 50% off protein powder, like all of those <laughs> sorts of things. But first they're going to look for Allison because she's been showing up. She's been putting me first. She's been giving me great little tidbits here and there. She's not weighing me down with a million different things that I need to do on Instagram. Cause Lord knows there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that can go wrong. That's why you've got your 90 day intensive y'all. Like it's a thing, but just little bits, little bits here and there. And then Allison has essentially won an email marketing. Not that I think that you can lose, but she's won. So that, that's what you need to focus on. Kate, that's totally. amazing. So amazing. And I think you provide so much valuable information when it comes to email marketing. Honestly, I think you and I can sit here like all day long and talk about it, but I know yeah. we don't have all day long and our audience is going, yeah. oh my gosh. So at this point, they know that they need to focus on email marketing and they need to get started. I want to make sure that they connect with you because Kate, I actually got on your website a few weeks ago. You have a freebie and it is the calendar. It's the email yeah, the two calendar. Worth of email ideas. Yeah. Yes. The email ideas for like the next two years. Kate, yeah, I've been so using it. It's gold. You guys, it's gold. <laughs> Go get this. <laughs> I was going to say, cause at this point, like we're about to switch over the year again, angles and hooks, like sure. There could have been 104 email ideas, but that's overwhelming. A brain can't handle that. But if I tell you, you're not going to have to worry about what to email your list until like 2024, 
you're like, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> so if you guys head over and I want to make sure that I get the, the best URL, because sometimes I get like so excited about things that I say the wrong one and you guys are like, no, that's not it. So if you guys head on over to keatdoster.com forward slash, I believe it is S-M-M-P and I'm going to double check. We'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes. Then you're going to be able to get my two years worth of email ideas. So what this is, is I have actually laid out for you for the next essentially two years. And yes, I'm correct. It is katedoster.com forward slash S-M-M-P, two years worth of email ideas. So what I do is I actually break it down by month and I give you a little calendar because maybe you don't like the four prompts that I picked that month and maybe you want to switch stuff up or maybe, and cause you can type in it now, maybe you do have a launch coming up. So you just kind of want to see all of your emails for the month and how it's going to play out. And if you're like, but Kate, I'm listening to this in September. Well, it turns out that January, March, May, they're going to come back. So you can just scroll back up and you'll be fine. Like, I don't want you thinking that you're missing out because we're at September here of year one. You're fine. Scroll back up. You'll still be good to go. So again, that's katenoster.com forward slash S M M P and they work for any niche. It doesn't matter if you have a blog post, it doesn't matter what's going on. It's just little blurbs, just independent things that you can be sending to your list because sometimes you just need an idea. And I got lots of those for you guys. Yeah. I love it. I've been using it. And honestly, you can use it if you need an idea for your Instagram captions, it can spur something right there. Yes. Instagram and email work the best together. Yes. And so this can be the final tip. You can upcycle pretty much any email. Again, make sure that you follow Allison's formula. So you might need to finagle it a little bit, but for the most part, any Instagram caption and any email, usually you can put them in the same place. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. So Kate, thank you so much. Um, tell us where else we can connect with you. Cause I know you're on Instagram as well. Sure. So I have a lot of fun over on Instagram. I have to ask you, especially my Instagram stories. It's more of like a, I don't want to say it's all usually a day in the life, but that's kind of what it is. You're going to see a lot of Kate. There's some business stuff that gets thrown in there. That's more so for the feed. So if you head on over, it is Kate underscore Doster over on Instagram. You can follow me there. Also you guys, since you're listening to this on a podcast, just go ahead. And after you leave a rating and review for this show, so you got to leave your rating and review first, then you can go over and search inbox besties, wherever you're listening. And we'll be able to hang out every Wednesday. We actually just came back for our, it feels like a millionth season, but I think it's season six, technically officially, we just came back with. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Kate. I will make sure that everything is in the show notes. Make sure you guys snag that freebie. I'm telling you right now, you're going to love it. And then uh, you're going to notice some email subject lines in there. You're going to go, wait a minute. I recognize this. This is from Kate. (laughs) You're going to notice I'm using them. (laughs) Right. But they're all good. People don't notice because everyone has that different flavor, that different style, that different niche. So, cause somebody asked to like, but like so many people, thousands of people are all going to be sending the same email a week. Even if some person happened to be on you and somebody else's email list, the way you interpret the prompts are going to be completely different. So you do not have to worry. And I'll tell you this, Kate, this is another reason why this freebie is so good. You had an email subject line and it was all it was, was steal this idea. I applied Mm -hmm. it to my Instagram reels. And that was my beginning, steal this idea. And then boom, and it worked beautifully. (laughs) So you guys go snag it. It's wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So again, thanks for being on the show. I love you. And I can't wait to have you back. I heart you too, Allison. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.